You're listening to FecalFace.com. How's it going? John Tripp here. You're listening to Fecal Face, and uh, this interview is really long, so we cut it short. We kind of jump forward um, to where it gets a little bit better. After a few beers, we kind of loosen up. Um, so in the beginning, it's a little serious. We talk about their Cody Hudson and Michael Sieben's work, and we touch on subjects such as, uh, I don't know, barbecue in Oakland, films, design, music, all kinds of stuff. We talked for a long time and had fun, and people suggested, uh, asked a bunch of questions. Anyway, enjoy it. Thanks. What time of day maybe do you feel that you work best? Um, what day are you most productive or time of day? Are you guys more of a morning person or a night person? Like, what, what do you feel most creative? Uh, personally, I, I, I feel like I kind of uh, <coughs> toggle between staying up really late working on stuff and getting up really early. And it's sort of, I'll get in a rut either way where either I'm staying up till 3 o'clock in the morning for weeks on end or, you know, like, shut that off go to bed at 10 o'clock and get up at 6 a.m I, I feel like i'm more productive whenever i get up early in the day though start off drinking coffee instead of being awake at 3 a.m drinking, drinking beer. beer yeah i did I, I make less mistakes and yeah i think it's a healthier <laughs> lifestyle in general but yeah how about you uh cody are you uh i kind of go i kind of flip-flop because i'm generally traditionally uh early morning person and my girlfriend gets up pretty early to you know to go to work, and I would just generally wake up with her. And then, but more recently, it's weird. My schedule's kind of been changing. I like to you know do graphic design stuff during the day and kind of paint at night. Like I have a hard time like waking up and like at 9 a.m. like jumping into like an intense painting. Like it's just not really ready. Like I need you know I'll go through some emails, do some graphic design stuff, go to lunch. You know I've been kind of after dinner, basically start painting. So I think maybe that maybe that's why I like having to do both because I don't think I'd want to paint at like ten in the morning, but that's perfect for doing graphic design. I'd rather do graphic design stuff during the day when it's light out, and I'd rather paint at night. And it seems like too you're probably in the morning drinking some coffee or something, and just working on a computer and organizing and answering emails seems like it's much more conducive for that. And painting, you know, you're kind of more creative and looser during the day. So um, you're actually staying uh, uh, Upper Playground. They have like a little apartment work studio right around the corner from the gallery, but right on the 400 block of Fillmore. How has that been? For the people who don't live in San Francisco and don't know, the 400 block of Hate Street, actually, call it Fillmore, um, sort of a used to be, now it's transitioning into a somewhat more, it's kind of gentrifying, but it used to be where everyone got shot or all the <laughs> drug dealers and stuff would shoot each other. Anyway, I was just curious. Like, it's been it's been great. I mean, it's it's you know great to kind of throw myself into the show and and be in, inspired a little bit by what's what's around me. And uh, I mean, it's funny as big as as big as Chicago is, you know, it's definitely just, it's a different it's a different city from San Francisco. I mean, every city kind of has their own vibe, and every neighborhood has their own vibe. So it's definitely funny. I mean, basically at any time of the night, if I stick my head out the door. There's going to be someone either pissing or someone screaming at the top of their lungs, someone <laughs> running down the street as fast as they can go, <laughs> or someone Where sitting out front to? drinking a 40. I don't know. All <laughs> It doesn't matter. 5 a.m.? Like, at the first the first day, someone would scream every few hours, and I'd jump up, run to the door, like thinking, a, like, oh, they might need help. And they're like, no, don't answer the door. They're just going to be screaming all night long. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Is it like a kind of a tingle in the back of your your spine kind of scream like that 
Some, some are louder than others. Some are like right in front of the window. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like literally right in front of the window, just like yelling at the top of your lungs. But I don't know. I think there's 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 maybe some people in the neighborhood who aren't maybe all there. Yeah, probably not. So but uh, that's that must be really nice to be able to be working on your show right around the corner from where you're staying. Yeah, basically just walk back, you know, finish up working at you know whatever two three in the morning, walk back to the walk back to the the studio, the you know the studio where I'm staying, and just. Have a beer, relax for a minute. It's, it's definitely kind of nice. It's nice to be right there and not to have to travel too far. Or so what's it like uh, getting to your studio in the morning? Is it the commute? No, I'm just, I don't know. Working <laughs> at home. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if you have a question for Michael Sieben or Cody Hudson, feel free to email it into news at fecalface.com. Um, I'm kind of drawing a blank here. What do you, What should we talk about now? Um, it's been a long day for we me. We could talk about uh, artists doing commercial work. There you go. So you're you're a graphic designer. This is true. So it's it's totally okay to do commercial work as a graphic designer and an artist, obviously. But, well, the way the way I I always looked at like in in my head and sometimes the lines get blurred a lot more, but in my case it's not always as blurred as I think. I mean my my personal artwork is I think to a certain extent quite a bit different from my graphic design stuff and although there's definitely parts that cross over a bit you know they've always been separate in my head so for me when people always talk about commercial work I'm like well if you're a graphic designer in a sense your goal is to do commercial work I mean that graphic designer exists to help solve someone else's problem so people say you know if you can work on all this client based stuff I'm like well if your job is a graphic designer like that's kind of what you do yeah so uh it's never really been a question i mean i'll question if if i get offered a job and it's for a company that i think isn't someone i'd really want to work with and is doing something you know kind of foul out there you know it's nice to be in a position now where i can you know i can say no i don't have to do any work necessarily i don't want to do like you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna starve if i don't mm-hmm. take some jobs so i mean i think i'm in a good position to if i if I don't think it's the right job for me or I don't think the company someone that I really want to be aligned with then I'm obviously not going to do the job but I don't think there's anything wrong with people doing you know more on the art side doing commercial work because it's it's kind of just how what you almost need to do to exist these days you know I mean there's very select few and all the artists I know there's very few that can exist solely off of just art selling sales. paintings yeah I don't know any <laughs> I mean, I know a few, but they're like, you know, the Big Willie dudes, and they're like, you know, there's a thousand other ones behind them wondering, like, you know, I'm not selling paintings for 40 grand a piece, so, you know, there's a lot in between that, you know, there's a lot of, between that range and people selling paintings for a thousand dollars, there's a lot of people in between that, and, you know, not everyone's going to make a living strictly off of selling a couple paintings a month, it just doesn't, not really realistic, so. Tell me about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he just did. <laughs> tell me again. Tell me again. <clears throat> that was a, that was a good one. Thanks. Well, some of the things talking about the talk about the new board company. What? What's the new board company? Red and new, red and blue, peace in the east, rain in Spain. Uh, the, the new board company. Talk about the new. Bo- oh, it's up top. I thought you said that someone was talking. I'm I'm working on a new board company right now. You are. Yes. A new skating board and cam company? Yes. Tell us about it. 
Uh, we should, you we do, you don't have, have quite a, a huge success rate so far there, Mr. Steven. I, I, I hate do, to be. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but tell us. Tell us about the new company. Uh, we'll have. Uh, I'm doing it with my buddy Stacy Lowry, who I was doing Bueno with, but uh, we quit doing that because the company who was funding that company uh, quit paying us and quit making our board, so it became difficult to keep working yeah yeah <laughs> um so we're working on a new board company right now and in the middle of the summer we should have our first small line of uh skateboards for riding pleasure are you guys uh, d doing it yourself or are you working with a different distributor or? it's it's just us doing it but um stacy's friend joey pulsifer has a small distribution company so he's going to help us out initially just to um get some boards out there do you, do you want to see my sponsor me tape? I would love to. Let me just, uh, no. The John Tripp bro model. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you, are you guys going to have people on the team yet, or is it all I, I think a lot of the dudes who are skating for Bueno will be involved. Uh, since we're totally funding this with, you know, the $300 we share, um, we don't have enough money. We're not going to build up some crazy team and get in a bunch of debt, so it's going to be m way more of just sort of like friends and family, you know? Just kind of hanging out, having a good time. How'd you get... Shiloh was on Bueno, right? He was. How did that happen? Uh, he had just uh, he had just put out that Transworld video part and didn't have a board sponsor. And when Stacy and I were talking about dudes we were stoked on to put on the team, his name was at the top of the list. So uh, I think Stacy knew him, so he just gave him a call. And <laughs> what was he in jail for? He was in jail, right, for a while. I don't know. I th know? No, I think he was, but I don't yeah. know what for. I never, I, I didn't ask him. I don't know. Just curious. So you, we were talking earlier about the difference between your fine art and commercial work. Mm -hmm. But like I was just looking over, we got a Jeremy Fish piece behind us. And uh, you do a lot of stuff that a lot of your fine art and your commercial work is almost, it's identical. I mean, same thing with Jeremy in terms yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything to say? <laughs> not that it's bad or good. No, I no. Just, it's, uh, it's yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm I'm not a graphic designer. Uh, I know how to use a computer, but um, I think my skill sets are pretty limited. You know, I I taught myself how to draw a certain way and really worked on refining my style to be you know recognizable. Um, and at, as a kid or when I when I was younger, all the artists I looked up to were commercial illustrators. You know, like Pusshead and VCJ and Jim Phillips, and that was really as a kid, that's what I wanted to be, was a skateboard graphic designer. So yeah. it was never a weird thing for me to pursue commercial work because I wanted to be a commercial illustrator. And then, uh, but at the end of the day, you know, I also want to make art. I want to make stuff just for me and not have someone's logo on it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so if I do commercial work, it looks like my stuff. And if I make a painting, it looks like my stuff. But uh I just sort of look at the fine art as just like a, a bonus. I'm glad that I have the time and I'm able to do it, and I'm glad people are interested enough to check it out. But, um, it, you know, I, I don't, uh, much like what Cody was saying, I, I wouldn't want to just paint. I think it's, I really enjoy doing commercial stuff. I like, I like going to the mall and seeing some kid wearing a t-shirt I designed, or, you know. You so. like going to the mall? Food court. <laughs> Food court to Pizza. Me. Pizza. <laughs> no, we just did an interview with Gary Baseman, and he—I guess it's self-titled—but he has this pervasive art, which he basically says is like adding your work to anything, whether it be toys, T-shirts, album covers, or 
I guess he made up that word, pervasive art. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, I think there's a difference between being you know, a successful, just fine artist in, you know, in the real art world and being a popular artist and 15-year-old kids being stoked on your stuff. And I definitely... It, I'm, I'm more stoked on the 15-year-old kid being into what I'm doing than, uh, you know, an art critic. Some crusty, crusty person. Which, you know, it's it's great if everyone loves what you're doing, but if uh, everyone loves what you're doing, you're probably not trying hard enough. I like the crusties better. <laughs> the crusties. <laughs> My favorite quote I'm is... Old. Uh, you're old. Um, I think it was the governor of California, Earl Warren. Warren, I guess is his last name, how you say it? But uh, it always stuck with me. He said, um, everything that I did in my life that was worthwhile, I caught hell for. I like that. I don't know. Like it just kind of reminded me of that quote. Yeah, yeah. It's a good quote. Let's see here. We might have a question, a follow-up question. Um, maybe you guys want to just touch on the process that you go through when you're creating a new piece. Say, like, just a, a painting or something like that. Just a little how it sort of begins or maybe throw, I don't know. Want to touch on that a little bit, Cody? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I really have a process. I mean, I don't actually sketch paintings out. I have in a few cases, and they usually didn't end up looking like the original sketch. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird process. I, I think I seem to have a problem basically trying to you know vocalize anything that's kind of going on in my head at the time. But I pretty much just look at something and be like, oh, I think I'm going to make a painting. And I pick up some paint and I put it on there, and it becomes a painting. And uh, you know, since it's 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 kind of just shapes and colors. I mean, it's the stuff I'm really kind of into right now is you know, for maybe lack of a better term, it's basically kind of just you know, a abstract painting. So, so there's not really. I mean, I I guess I'll know. I'm like, oh, I think this one's a lot of stuff's going to be coming out from the middle instead of the bottom. But I don't actually go into it that that deeply and try to have it set aside because it is pretty open like it could completely change in the middle for the for the good or for the worse depending on how it looks and so a lot of paintings kind of get scrapped it's like oh that's a good idea i'm just gonna <laughs> it's too late like i'll be three in the morning i'm like oh this is gonna be a great idea i'm just gonna cover half of this up with black spray paint in the morning i'm like oh you just fucked that painting up what <laughs> you dumbass i'm like oh well, it sounded like a good idea like well, maybe maybe i should sketch stuff out but no i just start painting and drawing idea comes and uh yeah, I don't. I guess I. I, I actually, I don't. I don't think it's because I'm lazy. Because I don't think I'm lazy. Because I work too much to be lazy. But I don't like actually refining stuff. I like to just. If I draw it, I don't want to go back and redraw it. I'm like, oh, that. That balloon's kind of fucked up. I'm like, well, that's how it was meant to be. Because that's how I drew it. I don't want to erase it and go back and be like, oh, now it's gonna be really nice. Because like, I thought about it twice. And it's almost it works. It hampers things if I overthink it and try to like. Oh, this one's gonna be really nice now. It's like I almost just need to draw it, and and I'm either happy with it or I'm not, and it kind of just has to exist in that realm. Mm -hmm. How about you, Mr. Steven? Uh, I I work pretty much the total opposite of, of that. Where uh, I, all right, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a I have a sketch. I always have a sketchbook with me, so um, I'm just constantly making little sketches, quick sketches. And where's this of, uh, Where's this sketchbook now? It's at the gallery. <laughs> I just. I saw it yesterday. I, you're not even. You don't have a pencil in your totally hand. Line, totally. God. Oh, you uh, think because it's a like podcast? I, no I can usually see it. have a sketchbook. <laughs> uh, but yeah. I keep a sketchbook around, and 
make quick sketches in there, just ideas for paintings or, or whatever, you know, skateboard graphics. Um, and uh, yeah, and then whenever it comes time to make a painting or do something for a client, I just flip through that sketchbook and just try to find something that, you know, after after giving it some time to sit there, I go back and look through and say, okay, I, I think that's worth actually like fleshing that out and mm -hmm. making it into something uh, more elaborate. And then I'll take that and turn into a painting or a drawing or something. But I think lately I've been just as interested in the crude little sketches as I have been the finished pieces. So uh, I try to make zines and things like that to almost show the progress of the entire concept from start to finish, from the quick line drawing to skateboard or whatever. I actually uh, <coughs> was thinking of uh, Cody. I was wondering... Um, like the way you're describing how you create pieces, is there a time or just a, a situation, a mental state or whatever, whatever, where you just are unable to create your fine art stuff? I mean, no, I mean, I can, I can force it, but I guess, I mean, it kind of goes against. I don't want to for it. Like, if if a painting's due, like if I, like, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in this group show here, like I need to finish this painting by Tuesday to get it there by Friday. Like next show, you have a fecal face. I'll give you lots of time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just a scratched, all stressed out drawing. <laughs> I mean, I'll finish. I'll finish the painting. You know, I won't send it if I'm not happy with it. But like, I can finish a painting anytime, but the result may not be exactly what I was wanted if if I had you know the time. And not saying I'm sending like paintings out that I'm not happy with, but that. <coughs> you know, there's definitely one like if if forced to, if someone's like, you better finish a painting tonight. Like I'll, I'll finish a painting tonight, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's gonna be the painting I'm most excited about from like the last couple years or months or whatever. So and there's definitely times like if I'm not on deadline, if I'm not feeling it, like I'm just gonna walk away and like I don't yeah need to like painting's supposed to be fun and art's supposed to be fun and, and when it's I mean yes it's a job but when it's you just have to do something it kind of takes the fun out of it. like you have to draw five drawings today or else yeah <laughs> you know like it's like when did that when when did that become part of art i thought this art stuff was about fun and like maybe it's maybe supposed to be fun to make stuff and when it's no longer fun it kind of kind of screws the equation up and like you have to do something and like maybe i guess maybe that's why i look at graphic design and painting sometimes differently because like with graphic design i know more I have structured to do, i have yeah. to do something. and you can get through it yeah whereas painting like if i don't if if i'm not feeling it you know i'll go a week or two without drawing and then draw every single day for the next month you know and it's like it, ha it happens when it happens i you know i can make it happen but i'd rather not force it if i don't if i don't want to so michael how do you feel about checkered pants what, what does that mean? No, I don't know nothing. I'm going to edit and all this stuff. <laughs> I, like, just my brain I, just went... I, 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 I would assume I'm a fan. You're a fan? I, I guess. I don't know what that is. But no, is checkered that? pants. Like, pants that are, like, checkered. Checkers. Like, like... Black and like white. Like the Vans like, shoes? Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down with that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to know where you stand if it comes to that. I'm not, I'm not going to wear them myself, but I'm glad people do, if they do. The interview is not over yet, but um, unless you guys want it to be, but um, just curious about what you guys have coming up besides the show tomorrow night at Upper Playground, 524 SF. I guess it's 524 SF. I always thought upstairs was Upper Playground down. Anyway, uh, 524 SF. Here's a question for you. You <coughs> live here. Do you say 524 SF or do you say 5024 SF? 
I say 52 for SF. See, I, I said that the other day. It was funny. I saw some guy from Oakland in Chicago, and we are talking. And he's like, where are you showing it? I'm like, oh, 52 SF. And he's like, oh, I haven't heard of that. And then he said something later. And he goes, oh, you mean 5024 SF? I was like, that's the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he, kinda, he, like, he was like, well, the one he didn't recognize, but like the other he did. It, it, sounds it, like he was just being difficult. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean. Because I always say 24, I don't even think about it. I but it sounds I gotta, different. I guess I got to talk to Matt. 5024 SF, 5024 SF. Yeah. I, I forgot I what I say. I gotta call. I, I guess I have to call and actually see. I'm just so used what to seeing. What it says on the uh, yeah, on the answer machine. Yeah, yeah. What do they say? I, I'm that. That's a weird sidebar, but yeah, I don't know. Just curious since you lived here. You should check the check when you get paid for your art and just be like, oh, that. Oh wait, actually, you just that's read it. That's you know, that would be a problem. That would be. Wait, we get checks now. Audio check. I'm so stoked. Uh, we've got fecalface.gallery checks. I feel like such an adult. You know the business checks? I think, are, I think you owe me one of those. Yeah, I do out. owe break, you one of those. Break them out. <laughs> actually, owe Michael one of those, actually. I kind of want to see those. <laughs> yeah. I can write you a check tonight, actually. Um, it's like, if anyone out there has any money, um, just go to fecalface the donations. <laughs> so we might have a couple more questions, or a question from Diction. Oh, you're talking about the future, though, when we get sidetracked. Oh yeah, yeah. One second diction. No, no peeking, no cheating. Oh, Michael was trying to look at the question so he could think about it. <laughs> so I need um, all the help I can get. So what do you guys got coming down the line in terms of uh, shows or books or projects? I guess we kind of covered some things. Michael's got the skateboard company and yeah, I'm working on a little board company right now. Um, so I'm working on a website, you know, all that stuff. Do you Fake have the ads? Do you have What'd you say? Fake ads. Fake um, ads. We can't afford to take out ads, so we're just making fake ads. Really? What do you Maybe like? we can advertise on Fecal Face. I would like that. Okay. Um, what do you have a name for the company yet, or is it? Yeah, but I don't want to say it just yet. Oh man, I feel like David Letterman. You could, or Jay Leno. You could tell us right here on our we show. We just need to get all the uh, late night tra- with Fecal Face uh, ah. finalized. Make sure everything's set. Yeah, I guess you probably don't want yeah some yeah. kid jumping. By the URL and the, we the website and all that, but uh, I'll, I'll yeah, tell I you. Think, I'll uh, tell you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when the microphone's off. Uh, I think later this summer. I think in August, I'm gonna go to Peru with uh, my buddy Mike Aho, who's uh, in Sounder. Volcom. I think we're gonna do a show. Yeah, Volcom sponsored art show in Peru. Can I come? Hopefully, let's. <laughs> we'll pitch it. Um, which is cr- totally crazy because. I don't even know where Peru is, but it sounds rad. It's in South America. I believe it's on the eastern side of South America. <laughs> I feel like an idiot. <laughs> if, no if Chile's on the western side. Living in Peru, shoot us an email. No, I'm not that dumb. I Let can, us know. It's on the... Cody, do you know? Peru? Are we really that... I like, know, but I'm not going to say. It's kind of... Is it more Central America? Oh my god, not, I'm... I'd like to think of myself as a no, somewhat he's, intelligent. He's, just for the, if you're not, my wife this, knows where it's at. Google, she he's told actually Google. She's actually Google. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, what I'm doing is I'm stretching my brain right now. Like they're just in, uh, intimidated by my actually, flexing brain muscle. He's actually trying to figure out like, a map to get a map from San Francisco to Peru on Google Maps. And uh, yes, route, people, I do do a website on. called Fecal Face, and I'm not entirely sure. It is on the western side. I was an idiot. See, I thought of Chile, which is just below. It's just south of that. So, 
so so maybe that's happening yeah well that's awesome where where are they in peru i don't I, maybe um an old theater i think they're trying to find a location for it but i think we're going to work on do some videos we worked on a video earlier this year for mike's band but i think we might do some um more like experimental animation just do some little art films and make a little zine or a book and work on a bunch of screen prints together that sounds fun it should be pretty crazy yeah i don't i don't know how it happened but i'm excited peru you don't now you know where it is which should even make it easier in case you get like lost or something <laughs> it's just south of texas it's just i can get there southeast, southeast. yeah <laughs> Cody, um, any, uh, well, obviously you have stuff coming down the line. You want to shed some Uh, yeah, sure. Summer summer has been good. I've been kind of decided, well, I don't know if I necessarily decided for myself or it it got decided upon, but kind of trying to just uh, do just a ton of painting this summer. This summer kind of just turned into, like, my summer summer of painting. And I'm still doing, obviously, some graphic design stuff, but, like, kind of spending the next three months basically just, just, you know, doing a lot doing a lot more painting and i have you know obviously show in san francisco this week and then it's june 19th i have a two-person show with uh with my friend sean cassidy at new image art in la and then august 7th the save my life show from san francisco travels to portland to the to the 524 pdx gallery and then so that's kind of all the shows. It sounds like the summer of shows. And at the same time, I mean, I've got a lot of random projects. I'm doing a a book with the author Joe Mino, which is it's like 20, 20 short stories that he wrote. And then we I basically teamed 20 illustrators and artists up with each story. So we have a bunch of different people doing illustrations for the book. And then the book's coming out in July on, on Akashic Press. And then basically we're donating all the money from the book to 826 shy which is a basically like a a, a reading center and tutoring center oh we have it we have it here the yeah, 826 yeah. yeah so it's it's the same you know, part of mcsweeney's yeah and dave egger started it and chicago and there's the chicago branch of it and we kind of felt joe joe had the original idea he had you know he's like well new york of course everyone does benefits for him everyone loves it in san francisco it's really popular he's like and then there's this one in chicago that like no one really knows about and uh, kind of just exists. So, you know, we thought we both live in Chicago. We should actually do something to benefit them because no one's like no one's in line to like line up to do stuff for them. You know, whereas in other cities, it seems like it's kind of the you get in cool line. Thing to oh, do you want to volunteer something for us? Like do a benefit show? Yeah. So we, so you know, we, we take applications we for that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that they do, but <laughs> so he, he talked about doing a book. And we both had the idea of doing a book together, and then he kind of came to me. He's like, that book idea is great. He's like, but I decided, he's like, how about we just give all the money away? And I sat for a second, and then I went actually over to meet with some of the people over there and saw the kids, and it was kind of like a no brainer I was like, well, yeah, sure. Let's let's give them this. Like, they need it more than I do right now, and let's, you know, help the reading center out. So, I mean, that's coming out in July, and... I mean that's that's kind of like the you know at least the stuff that I'm kind of excited about. There's other kind of random stuff going on that I can't even probably think about right now. But that's kind of the the stuff that I'm more excited about. You guys going on any uh, vacations? I'm so ready for a vacation. <laughs> you guys get to go on any vacations this summer? This is vacation for me. Oh yeah. I'm like I'm 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 not in the studio for a week, so I'm like 
you know, mini art vacation, even though I'm just, you know, hanging out with crackheads and working and working all day. It's kind of like a mini vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Get to hang out the fecal face all HQ. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Steven, you going on any uh, trips or anything? Uh, I think at the end of August, I'm going to go on a, a for real skateboard road trip. Really? With like eight of my buddies. All right, now We're I'm really jealous. That sounds really fun. We're going to get a, a van and go from Texas up to Colorado and skate a bunch of parks and camp the whole time. For like a week? For a, yeah, a week. I think everyone should have vacations. Remember when you had vacations? I feel like I haven't taken a vacation in years. Yeah. Do you remember when I, I haven't I, taken a vacation for years? I remember. <laughs> yeah, I definitely travel more now than I ever have, but um, it's usually work-related, but I totally don't mind because it's stuff I enjoy doing. But um, there's not a lot of sightseeing going on. There's a lot of hanging out in galleries, which is cool, too, because I like art galleries. <laughs> you uh, <laughs> you, run, you help run one with uh, your friends, OK Mountain. That's true. You showing them. Them. You drinking them? I've seen you drinking in a gallery. That happened. Happened like once. That happened. Yeah, happened. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. That one time. So, if you have a question for uh, Mr. Michael Sieben or Cody Hudson, they're here in San Francisco. If you're listening live, actually, we can see how many people are listening live. Two. You think just two? Uh, but they're here in San Francisco for a show that opens tomorrow, Thursday, um, at 524SF. June 5th. I don't know what happened. Oh, there it is. We have a question here from Mr. Michael Sieben. Um, do you think your drawing coolness with fudge is based on friendship or drawing style or maybe both? I, th uh, I, I actually literally met Travis through the mail and through the internet. Uh, we were in a show together in New York and it was it was it was the first real art show that I was in and I was doing meticulous research on all the artists in the show and trying to figure out what was going on and I found Travis's website and I just really liked his work I'd, I'd never at that point I'd never heard of him but um, just really liked his work and saw a lot of similarities in his uh, in his line work and so I just shot him an email and started bugging him and sending him packages and uh, I, yeah, I think uh, at, at this point it's purely based on friendship. I mean, he's an awesome dude, and we get to we hang out as much as we can. But uh, originally, I just I was wanted to collaborate with him on uh, on artwork, just based on the similarities in our in our styles. I thought that they were different, but there was enough uh, common ground that I thought we could do some really cool collaborations together. Can I uh, take your guys' picture? No. That's pretty good. How's my hair? It looks great. You have a widow's peak. I tried to look real smart for that. <laughs> you actually don't. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like you look kind of shocked back there. <laughs> that's my, that's my stock look. <laughs> that's your stock. Yeah. You have a stock look. Yeah. Every time a camera comes out, I just go blank. Just kind of like. I start uh, to have like a mini panic attack, and then. I hope it all ends soon, and then back to normal. Whiskey? Damn that whiskey. I heard this wrote edit cancer. Makes sense later. You should edit cancer, actually. Uh-huh. Um, 
Oh, I've, I've like spaced out all day today. I've been so spaced. I just uh, stopped drinking coffee. I was drinking tea, but then we ran out of tea, and tea is like much better for me because I drink like a pot of coffee, and then in the afternoon it's just like my body's like completely out of whack. But uh, I'm trying to think what else we could talk about a little bit. Does anyone have any questions or anything? I'm kind of drawing a complete blank. I don't really like art, to be honest with you. No one does. <laughs> it just looks cool on it looks sneakers. Cool. <laughs> sneakers. <laughs> they put them on baseball caps these days. Uh, it just it sells magazines. It's good for the economy. I'm just uh. Be surprised what a pile of pots and pans in a corner can do for a big company. <laughs> what are the pots and pans? Oh man. You guys have been chit chatting a little rich. bit. That that's uh, it has to do with his insulation. Oh, nice. I want to see. I'll see it tomorrow. Um, where are you guys gonna go after your show to relax? Are you guys just gonna go back and sleep to relax since it's been a? I don't. Yeah, be I don't pretty think hectic. we discussed it. Oh, you mean like that night after? You mean or like like T- in life after? <laughs> Not tomorrow night. Oh. I think wherever you guys are going. We don't live here, so... Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to follow you. Follow me. If I'm as tired as I am tonight, it's probably... You guys can sleep in the office here. (laughs) 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 Um, Usually I'm not this bad. It's been a pretty good interview, though. I think we got some good stuff in there. I think it's it's totally adequate. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) It's been the most, like... It's radically mediocre. (laughs) I think you could totally just kind of put it up and maybe some people will listen to it. Oh, here's a question. I thought it was Joe Brook for a second. I thought we had a question from Joe Brook. Oh, I just met that guy. He's a good dude. Nice, nice fella. Speaking of mountain biking. Um, Joe Brock. Hey, Michael. I got introduced to your work through Terrible One. What is Terrible One? Oh, that's my friend's bike company in Austin. Oh, speaking of BMX biking. Speaking of bikes. Um, he really enjoys it. It puts a big smile on his face. He wants to thank you for that. Um, is a subtle form of humor something you intentionally try to convey in your work? Because you are pretty... Your humor's a big... I mean... Yeah, yeah. It's de- it's definitely... Uh, yeah, it's a huge part of my work. I mean, I enjoy parody. And, uh, yeah, I, I try to tie it in. And not, I don't make a an attempt to make every painting or drawing have a punchline, but... It's definitely, um, I try to look at the bright side of things and try to make light of, uh, tragic situations, which I think is sort of a theme of my work, but, uh, for sure, humor, intentional. What well, was the, um, the one character in, was it Dip Diggler? What was that guy's name? The uh, guy with the mustache? David Dittmeyer. David Dittmeyer. What happened to him? Is he going to come around anymore? You didn't have to, you don't I don't see him anymore. Is yeah, I haven't seen him around. Uh, and what was the zine that he was in? It was called Program from India. Yeah. And I'm uh, I'm archiving all those right now cuz I'm going to put those out as a small like a uh, online printed book, not like an online printed book. I'm going to put those out as an online printed book. Um, so I think I think there were 10 issues of Program from India, which which led to me uh, getting my position at Thrasher, but it was a, a time during my life, and I was just doing tons of writing. I wasn't really drawing that much. I was just became really interested in writing and and trying to write satire and make people laugh. It and, was uh, it was good stuff. Thanks, thanks. Um, so if you uh, 
care to learn more about it, uh, check check my website. And eight to f- nine years, I'll probably. Is that how long be. it's going to take? <laughs> no, I, I think uh, a couple months from now, I should have it done. Or check Fecal Face. I'll let or people know. Or check Fecal Face. Umbrella Market might have some copies up there. Oh, excellent. And edit. No, just like. <laughs> and cut. <clears throat> um, are, so are we going to see Jay Howell tomorrow night? He's got a show on Saturday at Receiver. So he might be. I'll, I'll be there, Jay. You're going to go to a show? If you come to our show. <laughs> we have barbecue to go to Saturday. Is that in the morning or at night? Who eats barbecue in the morning? How long are you in town for, Cody? Friday morning, I leave. You leave? Uh, Do you like barbecue? I love barbecue. We have... um, Well, like barbecue as in barbecue or just barbecuing? No, we have like barbecue as in barbecuing. No, I mean... uh, (laughs) I don't know. I was was trying to go somewhere. (laughs) No, there's a restaurant in Oakland called Everett and Jones. And they... They are like the kings oh, of like southern barbecue. Like we, we went to Austin and Michael took us to the Salt Lick, and that was good barbecue. But it's we're you know we've just been talking about it for a while, so taking them to our barbecue. You're, you're not saying it's bad. You're saying it's different. I'm saying it's different. Of course, it wasn't bad. <laughs> Shit, I like I like uh, I hate to admit, I like Popeye's chicken for crying out loud. I, I got married at the Salt Lick, so I'm I'm partial. It's good, but I'm just saying. Everett and Jones. It's no Luling City Market, though. What is that? That's a barbecue place in Luling, which is about 45 miles south of Austin. And uh, that's where you're going next time you come down. I'm excited to check it out. But you were going to say about... uh, Well, no. uh, I don't want to start a barbecue war here. (laughs) Do you eat meat, by the way, Cody? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but we did. Or just hot dogs. <laughs> just no, I don't eat meat. I just eat hot dogs. So, which is no real meat in there. It's usually just you know toenails. Yeah. Toast. Have you ever heard of scrapple? By the way, I the last time we were in Philly, we tried some. I grew up no. in Maryland. It's tasty. It's tasty in like a kind of rough. Yeah, I mean. But did you know? A rough way. Did you know that's like after they make hot dogs. Whatever's left over, they it's use in scrapple. scrapple. So, like, if 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 the the hoofs are not good enough, <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you know, my parents divorced and my mom took me back to Ohio, but having been in Maryland, she got accustomed to scrapple. Yeah. But she, and it's you can check it up, but uh, you, it's illegal to sell scrapple in Ohio oh. because it's just not. For some reason, it's healthy. it's not really it's well not safe. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, I was. I cut you off. I got all excited about oh, Scrapple. It was no, it was. I wasn't sure. I wasn't really sure if I wanted to open this up to the world, but uh, <laughs> your barbecue of choice has been questioned by other artists in the city of San Francisco. That happened. Really? Who questioned <laughs> it? I don't know if we can go into some public record, but we talked to people about the barbecue spot. And about Everett said, Jones? He has a beard. And they. Oh, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> they said that was bullshit. That he's cut the real spot, and that. Don't be fooled just because it's in Oakland. <laughs> I mean, I totally agree. Just because it's in Oakland doesn't make it good, but I don't know. Everyone's got their own taste. Personally, I like Everett and Jones. No disrespect. Yeah, I, w- I want to try it. I think um, I'll, Nats, I think I'll Nate, like it. Uh, not Nats, but um, Nate's Barbecue on uh, Folsom. Uh-huh. 
and uh, that one's really good. He was a professional basketball player, and he opened up a barbecue spot. I want to know what Jeremy. Now I've got like, all right, what's what's so much better than Everton Jones? Just for the record, I said no names. Oh yeah, <laughs> Bob. All, all Bob. I said was uh, beard. Beard. I think, I think the argument is that uh, since it's it's sort of the only barbecue place in Oakland, that it wins by default. Maybe not because it's the best barbecue. Well, I'm trying to think in San Francisco if there's slim pickings, so there's really no good barbecue in San Francisco. I wouldn't know. I don't live here. Yeah, but did, did they they give another barbecue spot? Did they name a place? Did, who, did who? This person, <laughs> Bob, Gary. Actually, he said a beard. It could have been me or Cody. Actually, I think it was you. It was me? Yeah. I talk shit. <laughs> See? I don't know. That was a pretty blurry week in Austin. That we had. It could have been me. Fuck that Everett and Jones barbecue spot. That place sucks. <laughs> when you come to San Francisco, you got to go to Oakland's Everett and Jones. Anywho. That, that might have been funny enough to make the podcast. Maybe. <laughs> We'll see after this beer wears off in the morning. <laughs> if you have a question for uh, Mr. Michael Sieben or Cody Hudson. There's some, there's some barbecue on the... Uh, Popeyes. Popeyes is... That's okay. fried chicken. It is fried chicken. That's not barbecue. Stubbs or county lines. Stubbs is excellent. Are you guys talking about some Texas stuff? Yeah, Stubbs is a, a barbecue place in Austin. What's County Line? Is that another spot? I don't know if I've eaten at the County Line. I'm going to have to... I'll dig in. I'm, I'm definitely not uh, a barbecue aficionado, but uh, I like barbecue, so I'll check it out. All you have to do is uh, apparently just start taking some photos of your barbecue spots, put them on your blog, <laughs> and become like a professional... <laughs> barbecue dog. <laughs> See, I'm going to start taking photos of other people's Lamborghinis. Maybe uh, people think I'm a Lamborghini professional. I'll get a Lamborghini. <laughs> Although I wouldn't want a Lamborghini. What would you do with a Lamborghini? Feel like an idiot. Get it robbed. Store pounds of cocaine in the there you truck. go. Get a ponytail. No, that's a, De- that's a DeLorean. A ponytail. <laughs> I am going bald. That's a start. With the ponytail, would be even better. <laughs> this is a classy move. <laughs> Just a big gold wrist bracelet, kind of. Move to Miami. Get more chest hair. Note to self. I've got enough. And a beard. Maybe you're the barbecue guy. I know nothing of barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have, a, oh, we have another question, huh? Um, <clears throat> well, he, uh, this person, Alfonso Dianda, which I believe did ask a question be earlier. A few of them actually. Um, says we get along pretty well together. Must be all be friends. We actually, Cody and I have been friends for a long time on the internet. We just met tonight for the first time. In real life. In real life. Um, did you know me, <laughs> Trippy, from Fico Face, or did you know him before Fico? Which are the biggest ways he has helped you with your art career? I don't think I, I think I hinder art careers, but <laughs> um, internet. I guess we all met through the internet, actually. Yeah. The information superhighway. It brought us all together, and look. Like like all you nerds on the chat room right now. No, I'm just kidding. You guys can meet maybe someday in real life. <laughs> and, uh, and drink beers and then <laughs> put it back on the internet. See, it's a, about li- right it's a life cycle of the internet. Let's see, there's like a minute delay, so. Barbecue place in Berkeley, that's okay. 
We're reading the uh, chat room yeah, right they're now. They're swearing at each other now. They're actually talking about barbecue. Yeah, they're they're actually uh, kind of going to town. Meat's a hot topic. <laughs> Meat. Meat's always a hot topic. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is actually a good one that um. Maybe if you guys want, just like uh, another top top list of uh, any bands, maybe name like a few of your favorite bands. And I know that that sometimes can be difficult to narrow it down, but just for shits and giggles. Uh, I like Rush. The Rush Mount, is good. The Mountain Goats and uh, Willie Nelson, Magnolia Electric Company. I like the, I like those bands. Sounder, my buddy Mike Aho's band. <laughs> That's good. That's four, right? Five. Yeah. Any uh, anything kind of roll off the top of your head, Cody? Mm, not really. <laughs> um. No, I, I, this question always bugged me out. I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, what the hell did I listen to today? A whole bunch of Pink shit. Pink Floyd. But see, the good thing about these sorts of questions mm. is, uh. I don't know. People appreciate your art. They like what you do, oh, and no, uh, not, not turns mad, them I'm on. I'm not mad at them. You know. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're not mad at them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! How dare you ask me a question about what music I've listened to today? Oh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I guess it, on, a, on a regular basis, like if I had to go through, I'm I'm kind of so stuck in this. So this jaded. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm an old man. I'm a grumpy old man. But I, well, I know also like uh, now now that that uh, everything's kind of computerized like I kind of can break my playlist down to like alright this is this month and throw like 20 new records in there and then basically just listen to them all at one time you know so it's like whatever that month and you know so it almost kind of it's funny because people are always asking oh what, what have you been listening to lately I'm like a playlist called August <laughs> 08 <laughs> it's amazing you should totally get it at Blockbuster yeah. oh it's super good there's like a lot of good stuff in there there's like a lot of guys singing and a lot of people playing guitars <laughs> it rules I've heard that band no I mean like, I guess I like the same shit as everyone else likes in a sense I mean anyone else yeah, I don't know in this random world I guess I mean I guess today I listen to like a lot of Bonnie Prince Billy some Neil Young at least kind of once a day just to just to get it in there. Actually, I've been listening to Willie Nelson a bit lately. A lot of uh, picked up what recently uh, Waylon Jennings like Honky Tonk Heroes record is is uh, for some reason I hadn't really heard it till the other day and now I just like listen to it every day. So yeah, I mean it's pretty much a little random everything when like you brought the Mountain Goats. I kind of for some odd reason been in like a bubble and never really heard of them till like. People, I, people, I've always heard the band, but I was like, ah, I'm too busy to like listen to this band. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other day, I was like, all right, I'm gonna just go ahead and listen to them. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh man, why wasn't I listening to these guys like a long time ago? I love this dude. Uh, it's, it's kind of. Uh, I think there's something really awesome about discovering a band that you've totally heard about for mm-hmm. years, you know, and then getting to fully dive in, you know. They're when, like, when, they oh. have, when they have a huge, you know, they already have eight albums out yeah. you know you finally listen to it and then there's just a lot to kind of dig into it's not <laughs> yeah it, almost ma- it makes me yeah, i mean the the it's almost like you're so on top of music you don't get to have those moments of discovery right, because right. like you know everything that's out whereas i think i listen to things in kind of a bubble so like there was a point i was kind of look back at this point there's a point years ago where i discovered classic rock 
Whereas, you know, and I was like, for the first time, I ever heard of this band, Led Zeppelin? (laughs) Yeah, totally. It was that moment. And I was like, these guys rule. (laughs) And everyone's like, oh, my dad listened to that. I hate that. Whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm just listening to all this stuff for the first time. And this shit is amazing, you know? I really am living it up at the Hotel California. (laughs) Yeah, all that shit. It's like, you're like, oh, and you get super into that for a minute. And then, you know, it's kind of just nice to, like, not know of everything so that when you do discover something, you can actually be really excited about it instead of necessarily being jaded and being like, oh, that band was really last week. If you mention them now, that's very uncool. You can just find something and it happens and it just blows you away, so it's good. I was just uh, reading the chat there. We got a, um, what do you guys think of musicians turn artists turning into painters? And who? I can't, I I don't know. That that guy Devander Banhart makes some really rad drawings, though. Yeah. But I think... I don't know which one came first, but Probably. I think it's pretty cool. I'm all for people doing whatever they want to do. I don't know. The more stuff you create, I think the better. So, thumbs up from this dude. <laughs> <laughs> thumbs up from Michael. Um, Chris Silva? You know Chris Silva? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it's Chris Silva back in Chicago. I haven't seen or heard of uh, much from him, but I love his work, says Marker. Oh, I also tried to read that on the monitor. I couldn't really see. Um, I, I haven't heard from Chris in a while. I mean, the last I know, I think he's still living in Puerto Rico. But uh, Puerto Rico, wow. Puerto Rico, ho. <laughs> What's he have to say every time I say Puerto Rico? <laughs> I had a friend from Puerto Rico. San, is San, San Juan's in Puerto Rico. Yes? You're correct, sir. All right. Cool. Yes. yes. Did I make up for the Peru incident yeah. earlier? <laughs> um, actually, we could probably go back here. See if there's anything else. Anyone? Uh, anything I missed there? So I guess this is a question for both of you guys. Uh, y K Y U K Y U K Y U K. Someone wrote that on. Yes. It. Yes. That's deep. Um, We do have a question, though, from Diction. Thanks for your question, Diction. Uh, This is directed to either of you guys. Um, How much does music affect the art you do, and do you have stuff you like to listen to when painting? I think we talked about this a little bit earlier. His name's actually Christian, by the way, but... I mean, mean, it, it used to... I used to do a lot of paintings that were a little more... Maybe, uh, well, they're still pretty abstract, but there's a lot more, like, text in them. So if I was listening to a song, basically I would end up, you know, I used to kind of do this thing I'd call, like, visual sampling, where if I'm listening to, like, a Neil Young song while I'm painting, some of the lyrics kind of end up kind of falling into the painting or kind of getting drawn into it. And uh, so, I mean, at, at, that, at that point, when, like, it was, comp- it was really influenced, because basically whatever I was listening to, good or bad would basically find its way into the work kind of by default just i think i mean originally originally i started i think i've a kind of hard time explaining myself sometimes and a hard time describing things so i'd kind of cling to people who kind of could in a good way so if someone in a song was saying something about how they felt that i necessarily couldn't think i could actually ever figure out a way to say it myself i could basically just take what they said and have them say it for me like I could never find the words to maybe say that but I could take what they said and in my head like that's exactly what I meant but yet I could never actually figure out how to say that 
so that would kind of creep into the work a lot. The newer stuff doesn't really as much, but although now I'm mean, pretty much completely obsessed, and I've made like a list the last couple weeks or the last week, like pretty much every song, every title of every painting I've ever had, almost every title of every show has pretty much been a song lyric or a record, you know, like. I'll just have a piece of paper next to my desk and some someone says something good and I'm like write it down I'm like oh that's like the name of a painting like yeah, yeah. I was like they just named that for me like yeah. I'm never going to come up with something good so like <laughs> you just totally <laughs> named that painting for me thanks you Mr. Michael any uh, uh yeah actually the show at, that opens tomorrow is uh titled Heroes for Ghosts which is a line from a Pink Floyd song called Wish You Were Here but I, I I pretty much listen to music. Um, uh, anytime I'm working, I pretty much have either the radio on or you know my computer is playing music. And uh, your computer plays music. It plays music. It's new. Is it a one man band? But uh, yeah, I, I think it. Uh, I mean, just you know, listening to it, I think it influences my work. And I I do the same thing that Cody's talking about. Where um, yeah, I listen to someone who I, I feel like my art is very visual. You know, and I train myself to to make cool pictures and stuff and there are people who've trained their brains just to work with words and paint pictures with words and uh i totally respect that and try to steal as much as i can from those dudes (laughs) (laughs) well it does help to sort of uh see i'm not very good with words either (laughs) it's hard that's why i do a website talk hard i have to write sometimes but um but it is easier, like, uh, yeah, like they, <clears throat> what they do as a lyricist is to summarize through song and lyrics basically what you express in a painting or a drawing or an illustration or whatever. Yeah, what have you, I yeah. would agree. I mean, you know, it's all about the human condition, I think. That's what my work's about. My work's about the beer condition. <laughs> hey, Cody, can I have a beer condition? gotta give him a mic what'd he say uh he said red label or green label i'll take the green label <laughs> he said he doesn't give a fuck <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh boy oh what's that oh yeah there's a uh, question on the stream there i could ask it cody yeah. What's your ratio of design output to art output? We, we need a specific fraction for this answer. <laughs> I mean, it, it, I don't know. I mean, we talked about kind of about this a little bit earlier. It's it's always up and down. I mean, it depends on what I have to do. If uh, if I've got a bunch of, like if I've got a bunch of graphic design stuff too, then I'm obviously kind of by default going to spend more time on that. Whereas, like I said, these next few months I've got I'm got a lot of shows coming up. So my head's kind of in like painting mode, so I'm gonna spend a lot more time on paintings just because that's kind of what I need to do. So, I mean, I like to say it's 50/50, but I mean, it change it changes daily. You know, it's like if a project comes up that sounds fun, I'm gonna spend more time on that than maybe just doodling or something that you know is is you know. So, I guess the answer is uh, is I have no no idea, but it all depends on you know on how it, how it goes. Thank you so much for your question there, Alfonso. De- hey, you've asked a lot of questions. I like that. Oh, actually, no, that was for sure. Uh, we got another question here for Sieben. 
Hey, Steven. Have you ever gotten bullshit for the monsters you draw? I don't know how you... <laughs> Those monsters are bullshit! <laughs> they're, they're for I, the first I just time, did. Cody I just Hudson did. just gave you bullshit <laughs> for those monsters you draw. Uh, I don't think so, but I'm sure that... Uh, I'm, I'm sure in some sense I would... My work alienates me from, uh, you know, more of a serious art crowd because it's... I don't know. I, I'm sure it's it's looked at as juvenile in in uh, in That's some how I look senses. At it. So uh, may, you know, I I just kind of imagine what uh, fancy pants people say behind my back. What do you? What, I, I can you imagine? Like them. I, uh, well, I guess now I'm like the fan. I'm fancy pants or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's funny. This is different. Like, worlds can even exist, though. Like. uh... I mean, just open it, I don't know, just a whole, a whole other level of discussion, but uh, just there's so many different factions of of, of artwork that uh, like a certain scene won't like another scene, mm-hmm. like like oh, you're too figurative, and the other one's like oh, they're too abstract. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's kind of funny how that that even exists, but I guess you know something as big as art, you're gonna have all kinds and. Uh, oh, for sure, for sure. <coughs> I appreciate all of it. All of it? Yes. Except the bullshit. Those monsters are bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. You know, online we got Netflix right next to his computer. Um, for sure, we'd like to know uh, recommend a movie for Netflix? I definitely can. Uh, King of Kong, Fistful of Quarters. Tell him about it a little bit. This is this is only this is live only. This probably won't make the podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's a documentary about uh, these two guys who are kind of going head to head for the Donkey Kong arcade game. Oh, I heard uh, about that high score champ. You know, championship in the books. Uh, it's, it's great. It's I don't I don't want to say too much about it, but it's it's really sort of like turns into a classic tale of good versus evil spoiler and alert <coughs> it's it's pretty uh it's pr- it's pretty great stardust memories you guys ever see that no. woody allen film uh-uh. it's kind of like his eight and a half it's really good Tessa, did you like uh, stardust memories i forgot there's a delay she'll take a second i've never been able to cross over to woody allen no, that, that but see, not as like stupid comedy stuff. That's like I'm funny, but when he really is sincere with like Manhattan mm-hmm. and those sorts of films. But uh, have you ever seen Stardust Memories? I haven't seen anything, so it's more. Uh, it's more like it's His. not like I've watched them all and decided I didn't like it. It's more just like I hated I've never him. seen anything and like just been like, well, I think I'm gonna live my <laughs> life and never see some. But based on your recommendation, I made. No, I, I really disliked him without really knowing anything. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like his persona and like how his the same characters in every film and all that stuff but uh i saw manhattan i was like oh well how do you do that like Mm -hmm. never saw like bananas or uh, any of that stuff that was crap but um but stardust memories is really good anyway that's enough about that pessy has not seen it yet but uh any films that recommend but uh, wait actually real quick to uh I think his, I forget who his, na- his name was, but you should put Stardust Memories on your queue. Then you can call me a jerk or something later. But Cody, any uh, films that stick out? 
that you would recommend to uh, someone to add to their no, yeah, once again, I just go blank anytime and ask me for specific details. Well, I got one. Have you guys ever seen Hands on a Hard Body? Yes. That's that's pretty good. You, it doesn't matter who you are, you would enjoy no, that. No, that's, that's good. the car movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, I actually saw that movie in San Francisco at the theater where they give you popcorn in a wooden bowl. Oh, that Red Vic? Yeah, on Hate Street. Yeah. Yeah. That so place is awesome. You can also get yeast on your popcorn there, which is oh, really good. Yeah, nice. I, d- I actually did, I was kind of confused about that. That's like but vegan cheese. Yeah, but it's it's way better. I don't know. I, cheese for good. Pe- cheese good. for people who can't eat cheese. <laughs> cheese. Lactose intolerant assholes. I like the guy who talks about the prairie sun. The prairie sun. Prairie sun? Yeah. Like in the film? Yeah. Which one? Prairie. He talks about eating the sneakers, Snickers bars. Before running track, do you watch it again? I haven't oh, seen yeah, it yeah. in a while. Yeah, so. that's good. But he talks about the, the Prairie Sun. He's just got like a really like uh, you know like a heavy Southern draw. Yeah, it's good character. I just noticed the music background. Um, well, how do you guys for time? I Jessica's watching the doing the gallery stuff, so I had nothing to do. I like it's already midnight. I didn't know it was midnight. Me neither. 12 o'clock California time is anyone out there on the east coast oh, I forgot there's a there's no. where else to, is someone gonna say yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm totally in the east coast at 3 in the morning scream for me Long Beach oh Pessia put yeast on the popcorn there one night she volunteered there I like that place oh yeah it's a um, <clears throat> it's like a co-op kind of situation that's no, a pretty great spot have you ever seen um i don't know for some reason the uh, hands on hard body remind me of that documentary spellbound yeah. about the spelling bee competition that one's i awesome. haven't seen that it's one yet. it's just uh they sort of just follow this one spelling bee with these kids but it's it's done really well and the kids are complete characters it's 3 a.m in florida yeah it's the uh chirk 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 is logged in 2 a.m. in Mexico. Damn. Where in Mexico are you? Oh, I actually love Arto. <laughs> Ask the same question. <coughs> I want to go Guadalajara. I, see, I know where that is. Nice. <laughs> nice. Is, is that near per- Peru? It's a joke. There's probably like a uh, good 30 second delay before people can hear what we're talking about that's always fun so do you guys uh, have any vacations <laughs> actually i already asked that <laughs> i was like mexico all right that's a good question i want to see if you guys are going anywhere any last words do you have any vacations planned coming up i'm getting married where near San Francisco and then uh, gonna go to uh, probably Thailand or somewhere completely relaxing where you can sit on a beach go swimming when the air have you ever been to Costa Rica no Mm -hmm. we went there on a trip and like did both coasts but where you like get up in the morning go into the ocean and it's like same temperature if not like warmer than the air and it's just like uh, so awesome 
I went on a good surf trip there a couple of years, years actually probably more than a couple now years ago for New Year's Eve trip like uh, around New Year's time a whole bunch of people went down there surfing and it was very very enjoyable although the beer gives me a headache for some reason sugar I'm not sure what it was I forget the one beer but like no matter what guaranteed after like four of them you had a headache every single night it was like the local beer we just couldn't figure out what it was if it was the water or whatever what content of the the beer, but it basically gives you a headache within four beers, guaranteed. Uh, it sounds like it's really sugary or something. I'm not sure. But we tested it out numerous times to see, oh, maybe it was just the day, and I was like, no, it, it's the beer. <laughs> oh, here we go. There's some questions. Dickie wants to know, um, how do you all treat paintings that get messed up? Do you start over, just move on, or try to work it out? <laughs> uh, you, if, if I'm painting, usually I, I'll keep working on stuff. I mean, the uh, the good thing about paint is that you can paint over it, I think, versus if you're working on a, you know, a ink drawing, and you put the ink down, and you can't, you know, you can't white out it or something, so... Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll try to work through it, If, um, but I've definitely messed up paintings that I felt were just not salvageable, and at that point I just sand and paint over the whole thing, start over. Cody, if you uh, make a pretty dramatic mistake when you're working on something, how would you deal with that? Well, I'd probably just paint over I mean, I guess it depends how much of a mistake, it's so hard, like if to gauge what's necessarily a mistake and uh I mean if it's something that's like obvious flaw I'll just kind of paint over it or there's other things I'll just finish up and then basically just keep that in a studio and like that's basically just like painting that's not ever going to leave the house and I guess I don't necessarily look at a mistake I'll just look at it as uh just an experiment that ne I guess that is a mistake but an experiment <laughs> that didn't really work uh, just well, a total failure yeah. <laughs> Let's, yeah, stare it's not a mistake. Let's hold it's the painting a disaster. Up, look in the mirror and just compare how much of a failure I am in this painting are. So, yeah. It, you know, everything doesn't. Every every painting doesn't have to win. You know, it's not a contest. No, it's that's uh, brings up my other question was, uh, how do you guys feel about doing an art contest here right now? Well, he would win. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he can actually, he can like, he can actually draw. So. Which, which that's that's what art is. Drawing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a question actually. Pessia has a question. Uh, so Cody Pessia would like to know why hot air balloons. Hot dogging? Question mark. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying to actually. Well, I mean, I, I started drawing them for a while, and I just kind of got really obsessed with them and kind of kept drawing them. And then I actually don't even know if I necessarily draw them as much. Well, I guess I do. Let me take that back. They've just they kind of transcended from actually being hot air balloons to basically just being a shape that I like that happens to be in the shape of a hot air balloon, if that makes any sense. So they're not always necessarily figurative hot air balloons. They're just these these kind of shapes that's get, that gets based off of that. So... I mean, there's really no reason why. I mean, a lot. Of, I think, and a lot, of, a lot of the stuff I do, I think I'm just kind of putting it out there, and and I want someone to be able to look at it and 
and kind of and and figure out their own reason for it. Like I don't necessarily want to have a reason. Like, well, this is why you should like this painting, or this is what this painting means. Because in my head, it, it doesn't exist in that sense. I'm putting it out there because that's what I need to do at that certain time, and just basically put it out there for you to kind of figure out. Like, you know, you tell me what it means to you. Like, it doesn't, in a sense, almost matter what it means to me. So. I'm just putting it out there and it's up to you to decide what you want to make of it or how what it means to you, I guess. That seems like a good answer. I mean, it is a good answer. <laughs> <coughs> so, any uh any last words or anything that you guys want to leave our listeners with or podcast listeners? I guess we already talked about what you guys have coming down the line. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs, children, says Cody. Michael, do you have anything to say to the, anyone? Yeah, uh, Juan, thanks for listening. If you made it all the way through this thing, <laughs> yeah. that's something special, I think. You have a high tolerance <laughs> for us. <laughs> for uh, us. Yeah, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and, um... Yeah, if if you dream it, you can be it. <laughs> nice last that? words. That? that was deep. All right. Oh, wait, then it wasn't last words. I wait, is that, that is that a Nike ad? Oh my God, you're <laughs> quoting commercials uh, for probably. your probably. Maybe that's not the best last words. <laughs> All right, kids. This is John Tripp from FicoFace.com, and I want you to do the do. I mean, oh, I mean, pound a Gatorade. I don't know. Wear Nikes. But eyes. <laughs> Butt eyes. Uh, Michael wants everyone to know that he has butt eyes. <laughs> but you've been listening to FecalFace.com. We were here with Cody Hudson from Chicago and Michael Sieben from Austin, Texas. And they have a show here in San Francisco at 524SF that opens on June 5th, Thursday, right on the corner of On Fillmore at Hate. And, uh, Thank you guys so much for coming in. This has been really fun. Thank you. Thanks for having us over. And then, Michael, if you could say thanks again, and then Cody say it again, and I'll say thanks again. And Thank you. And then we could do, like, a group high five. Thanks again. Thanks, Cody. High fives? Oh, no, it wasn't group high five. Oh. Anyway. Oh, I <laughs> scratched my cornea. <laughs> so thanks for listening, everybody. Here's some music.
you're listening to FecoFace.com.